0: Welcome back to another episode of The New Noise, a podcast that I co-host with my friend Mike, where we talk about all the new records coming out each and every week. And there is so much good music coming out in 2022. It's absolutely wild. I think the music coming out right now is as good as any era. I truly believe that, and it's great that I get to talk about it with my friend Mike every single week. Thank you for listening. You've probably listened before if you're here, but maybe it's your first time. Welcome. Either way. The reason I'm doing this intro, I know this is not how we typically start, it's because Mike is running a bit late. He's got a big boy job, you know, and he's in a work meeting and it's running late. Typically, he's not this late, so... They must be working on something very important for the world. Right now, I am sitting in my hotel room in Las Vegas, Nevada. Right between the two weekends of the When We Were Young festival. And man, what a festival it was last week. I know you probably heard about the cancellation due to the wind. That was a super big bummer. And my heart really goes out to all the people that had tickets for Saturday and came so far and spent so much money only to get, can I say fucked over by the weather? Yeah, you got fucked over. And some of, you know, a lot of people could not get tickets for Sunday or had to go back or whatever. And I know a lot of people got screwed and that really sucks. But for the people that did get there on Sunday. What a festival they put together. Just so many great bands. If you are a fan of the genre or the era or whatever you want to call it, it was almost impossible to avoid a clash, quite honestly, because there were so many great bands. When Silverstein played, we had an absolutely m- massive crowd of, like I couldn't even see the 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 back of it. And we were at the same time as aFI, uh, Paris, um, who else, Man, some other big bands too. the names are escaping me at the moment. But it was crazy that that many people just watched us. So absolutely incredible. And I saw some amazing performances. Armor for Sleep, one of my favorite bands like really ever, are back. They played so well. And who else? I saw Poppy for the first time. That was exciting. The All-American Rejects, who are one of the most underrated live bands. Just so good live. Tyson's funny, too. It was really, really great. Um, So many more. And I'm excited for this weekend. I didn't stick around for My Chemical Romance. Last week, last, last weekend, because, well, it was a little cold. I was a little tired. So I'm planning on watching them for the first time since they've been back. And yeah, hopefully that, uh, there's no snags this weekend. I think we're good. The weather seems good and it's all on the up and up and, uh, I'm excited. I'm sure some people listening to this, maybe you're listening to this on the airplane and you're on your way to Las Vegas right now. I don't know, but you're going to have a blast They did a great job with all the other things too, all the little aesthetic things and the food trucks and the setup and everything top notch, really, really well thought out. And it's Las Vegas, baby. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So Mike is still, oh wait, there might be a message here. Mike is ready. All right. I'm going to give him a call. He's apologizing to me. He does not need to do that. But I'm calling Mike right now hey Shane how's it going Mike Hey, man what's going on uh I'm already rolling baby I've already done an intro and everything we are like oh, wow. ready to go we're going straight I was in. explaining to the people how good the when we were young festival was oh yeah and how I'm I'm just chilling here in in Las Vegas waiting for for a weekend number two and how Dang, I'm gonna have to just listen. everything is great.
1: I'm going to have to listen to my own show to find out. (laughs) You are. You are going to have to. No, if you have any questions, uh, go ahead. Ask me. Ask me. It was good. No, I mean, I've had quite a few friends who were there on the ground experiencing, seeing for themselves. So I've heard quite a few stories. Uh, I've seen pictures of the absolutely massive crowds, everything. It looked like a really fun time for everyone who got to go i um, really unfortunate about the whole wind situation, but yeah. honestly, I think the festival promoters did what was in the best interests of everybody. And uh, that is what it is. It's a really unfortunate thing. And I know a lot of people traveled far, um, yep. but you know, sometimes as much as it sucks to say life, just be like that.
0: Yeah, no, you know, it's, it is crazy. Cause I've never heard of a festival being canceled for wind. Yeah. Um, all those years of warp tour that I did, I, it was never, it never happened, mm-hmm. but Hey man, we're in a new era here of climate change. And Las Vegas is a different beast and it was fucking gnarly. I yeah. mean, like I went out, I was driving around and I walked, walked around and it was like, it was not cool. Like mm-hmm. there was, there was, you know, stuff was blowing around everywhere and you know, all it takes is a tent to. Fly away and javelin someone through the chest,
1: you know. Exactly. Uh, Mm
0: -hmm. Not to mention a a, a speaker stack could blow over, or or uh, you know millions, millions of millions, literally millions. No, tons of things could happen for people's
1: safety. With like the Astro World stuff, right? Like Live Nation is taking no risks right now. Uh, We we come from a DIY scene, like the show must go on, and like it's time to start stepping away from that a little bit, and like making sure that everybody's safety is the utmost importance because honestly like punk rock is less and less about the music and more about uh, looking out for everyone. So I'm all for it. I think it was a good move. Um, I think maybe the day before they should have said, Hey, we're looking into this and kind of made like a brief, like just so everybody is aware this might be happening. Right. Right. I think that could have been handled a little bit better, but also you don't want to cause panic with people saying, "Well, I'm not going to get on my flight then," things like that, right? So, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it it's was, kind it of was a, hard it's to a, know. It's a tiptoey line.
0: It was it was for sure. Well, in lieu of that, I actually uh put together a little show in my room mm-hmm. at Caesar's Palace. Yep. Um up in I had a suite which was pretty big, which was nice of Caesar's Palace to give me. And I snuck about 50 people upstairs to my room and I had an acoustic guitar. Uh, Kevin from guardrail opened up for me Oh yeah. and we did a little acoustic show. I got, I got to some, see the videos uh, of that.
1: looks pretty, yeah. pretty banging.
0: Yeah. It was pretty cool and, and much love to all the sinners that came, you know, it was the podcast people for, for sure. the most part that, that found their way up there. Uh, yeah. It was a really good time and something special that I'll never forget. You know, unfortunately, you know, it would have been better if the festival just went on as planned. Mm-hmm.
1: But we had to make the best of it, and we did. So yeah, we always did.
0: It was it was a, it was, a it was a good
1: time for sure. Uh, and speaking about a good time, you want to talk about last week's music. I would love to. Sweet. I don't have any news. Uh, when we were young is going on, obviously, so that's pretty much taken up everything. Uh, <laughs> yep. But yeah, some stuff from last week. Let's just get off and start with what we had as number one last week. The Classic Symptoms of a Broken Spirit by Architects. Um, yeah, How did you feel about this record?
0: So, I, I gotta say, I think the band achieved what they're setting out to do with mm-hmm. this record. I, I think the electronics and the modernization, um, the vibe, they hit the nail on the head for exactly what I think they were trying to convey. Mm-hmm. Now, is this going to satisfy you know, uh, the old school uh, Architects fans? Um, I don't know. I-, I could see the fans having a hard time with this one. Mm-hmm. That being said, I do appreciate that the band made a pretty risky record and took some chances. And I think that this is exactly what they wanted to do. So I can't really fault them for that. Um I don't think the I think the record is pretty good. I I, I think that the some of the, the the tones and the textures are like pretty cool, and some of them are even maybe things I haven't really heard before on let's call it a metalcore record. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the like industrial tones, like almost sounds like something you might hear on a Ramstein record, um, not an Architects record. So I, I thought the record was really kind of interesting and different, and I I give them credit for that. I don't think it's my favorite architecture record. No. But um, I do think that it was a little more of a cohesive effort for what they were trying to do than the last one.
1: Yeah, I honestly kind of have to disagree a little bit. Um, okay. I, I think maybe the sounds and tones, yeah, sound a little bit more cohesive. But as a record, I think for those that wish to exist, is the better record. Um, I think this one's arguably like a bit forgettable. I didn't relate to a lot of the lyricism. Um Overall, the songs sound like they should be hitting, and they just don't feel that way to me. Mm, um, okay. I think When We Were Young is the single that I liked the most, and it's still the song I liked the most on the record. Um, overall, pretty just whelmed by it, which I think for an architect's record isn't something that I would necessarily want to feel. Um, I've loved the band for a long time. I love their heavy stuff. I love uh, For Those That Wish To Exist, right? Like It was pretty close to being in the top 10 last year. And um I don't know, I feel like this one maybe I need some more time with it. I tried listening to it again maybe. today maybe not for me.
0: Hey, and that's okay, you know I, I just think like I, I just really gotta give them some credit because mm-hmm. you know they could definitely go back to you know 2016, you know and, and just oh for sure, kind of make another record like that. They don't want to do that. So I, I think that,
1: they're trying to pull their own "Bring Me the Horizon" right now and make their own sound that's impossible to copy, and I respect it.
0: Yeah, and I mean i I think that they're I think they're on the right track. I I, I don't know if it's what's going to happen, you know. Um, but I do obviously the Bring Me comparisons are, you know, they make sense. You know, they're mm-hmm. two bands from England, um, and they have a similar, you know, sound. But that being said, I I really do appreciate that they're trying to do this uh, and they're really in their own lane right now um, with what they're trying to do. So I think, I think it's cool, but Hey, um, I, I don't expect the fans that have been with them the whole time to necessarily jump on board and, and, you know, not have any qualms mm-hmm. because, you know, that's the nature of, of a, of a fan base like that.
1: True that. Um going to a record that did kind of blow me away. I put this album on first, expecting to kind of have it be a palate cleanser for the week, expecting to not enjoy it that much. This Taylor Swift record, Midnight's, is fucking incredible.
0: Oh, you know what? I haven't listened to it yet. Um, I I spent a little time with the Carly Rae record. Yeah. That was kind of my pop fix. I enjoyed um, that quite a bit too, but... I did. I did. And I, I haven't listened to the Taylor record, so I, w- I will. I just... I don't know. I just wasn't in the right mood this week, mm-hmm. I guess with everything so, going on to put it on. I wanted to listen to some old school records, you know, some like mm-hmm. some bands I was going to see, um, and some metal. Um, and I, I just skipped Taylor. So I, I uh, we'll have to get back to you on it, but, but for sure.
1: Um, tell me what you liked about the record. The record in an odd way, it felt way more synth wavy and shoegazy than I kind of expected. There's a lot of really, really cool ambient textures that set the tone for this album in a way that I don't think her music has really ever done for me. Whereas all of her records previously had had fun songs and songs that I really like and are absolute earworms and get caught in my head. Uh, This album has a little bit less of that. There are still really awesome poppy songs on here, but it feels more all-encompassing of kind of an emotional journey than I've ever felt with a Taylor Swift record. I think it's her best work by far. Okay. Um, And it's kind of a really mature take on the stories that she wants to tell. I think it's a real, I know, I know she's been making music for a long time, but this is the first record that feels really, really mature to me. And I don't know, it's just great. I think you'll feel the same way when you listen to it. Okay. I will do. Uh, Other records that we had, um, we talk a, a little bit about Carly Rae. Um, I think this album's great too. Like it's exactly what we got from the singles, right? There's some yeah cool slower ballads, and there's just some absolute pop bangers on here that I love. Yeah, it's it's just a
0: great pop record all the way through, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's great. I want to see, I want to see her live show. Kind of wonder what she what the vibe would be. I bet she'd be great.
1: Yeah, it's one of those weird ones too, where like Carly Rae Jepsen. 14.5 million monthly listeners. But then you look at the new record and like most of the songs on here haven't even hit a mil yet. Right. Which is interesting to say the least. Um, but like what she's genuinely deemed a one hit couple hit wonder, right? Like what kind of rooms is she playing? Which is something I'd be interested to see. I'd, yeah. I'd just love to see her live. Cause I think she's a really talented artist. Well, she's
0: got a real cult, cult following, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure she's playing, you know, decent sized rooms that are probably all sold out. Um, you know, and, and the people there aren't just there to, to hear call me. Maybe, you know, I, I think they're she's got a lot of really, you know, big fans and stuff. So,
1: yeah. So I'm pulling up her tour dates now just to see. Um,
0: I think it's, mm -hmm.
1: so she's playing the Oregon ballroom in Chicago. I've been there. Yep. Um, so yeah, these are decent size, I would say.
0: Yeah. Like a few thousand.
1: I mean, really good. Yeah. Olympia theater in Dublin. Yeah. She got quite a few UK dates coming up. Some Australian dates. Sweet. Cool. Um, other records. Yes. Which one of the A's do you want to talk about first? Awaken Providence or a marionette? Uh, let's talk about awake, awake in Providence. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: really good. Kind of blew me away. Yeah. It's If solid. you need more alone ashore, this like is right there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's obviously not quite as visceral, but it also has some kind of uh, maybe more of a melodic feel to it in some ways. I think so too. That I that I really dug. And I found the record like to be really catchy and not not to say the Lorna Shore record was formulaic, mm-hmm. but it was this was a little more um all over the place, I think.
1: Yeah, it had quite a few more twists and turns where yes, I think the Lorna Shore record really embraced kind of the black metal side, and so it kind of wasn't really formulaic but as somebody who's like listened to a lot of metal I'm like yep this is where we're going cool Mm -hmm. cool it does everything you really want it to whereas this new Awaken Providence record it feels a little bit like they're poking and prodding and trying out some different stuff which I think is cool yep Um, and then this marionette record funky post hardcore awesome I absolutely love it yeah it's the singles were great the record is great it's it's
0: yeah, if you're not listening to this band, you're you're doing it wrong. Yep, this I agree. Is like if you're into this style of music, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> um, you know, core, funky whatever. funky swancore. Yep, uh, it's it's they're the they're one of the best bands out there doing it.
1: So don't sleep on it. Yep, I agree. Um, then also, just kind of quickly, did you check out the Freedom of Fear or Avantasia records? Freedom of Fear,
0: absolutely. Kicked my ass. I love this record. I love this band. I
1: think it's my favorite death metal record of the
0: year. (laughs) This is the one, this is the record I wanted to talk about most actually. Um, So cool. Like I love the little interludes that are in this thing. Mm -hmm. The songs are just like the perfect mix of like speed and tech and catchiness and melody but it's heavy. Yeah. It's so weird. It's just great. Like all the songs, they just start and you like, they grab you right away and you just can't, you can't turn them off. Mm-hmm. And this, this, it's kind of more like an EP. It's a shorter record. Um, You know, with the interludes and stuff, it's not even that many songs. Yeah, I mean, it might only be like seven nine songs, songs,
1: 40 minutes. So like some of the, like, yeah, I think there's two or three interludes on this record so six real songs, but they're all pretty beefy at come anywhere from like five to, uh, this longest one's like eight and a half minutes. So, um, yeah, it's so good. This, this band is awesome.
0: Like there's no reason why this band should not be heading towards the real top. One of the top bands in, in the genre, mm-hmm. but if they are that good. Yeah. I'm really, really excited to see what happens. Um, and again, this is one, if you're into death metal or, or, Black metal or whatever, this you need to you need to hear this band. For
1: sure. Um really it, good. The Intageia record is really good. It's exactly what I expected. Just a super fun kind of power metal rock ballad album. I think it's awesome.
0: Yeah, I didn't I actually didn't listen to this, only the singles. It's all good. Um, but I'm it sounds like I'm I pretty much know what it what to expect.
1: Yep. It's just a good time. All right. Um, but with that said, are you ready to get into our top six this week? We got a top six. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, So we're in kind of an odd place because for the first time ever, I've heard a majority of the records that we're going to be talking about today already. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, And we're just going to start off with number six uh, and probably to the surprise of a great many people. uh, We're starting with the hell we create by fit for a king metalcore giants out of Tyler, Texas. They, they, Absolutely know what they're doing within the genre. I've got this record. I got the final yesterday. I gave it a spin. Cool. Um, Yeah, and this band is just absolutely great at kind of staying in their lane and writing some of the most solid metalcore out there. I think this record is a little bit of a diversion where in the past, I think that their lyricism has been a little bit tongue-in-cheek. This one, I feel, is a little bit more... um, emotional in a really good way and i mm-hmm. really like where this record's gone and taken the band
0: yeah i mean i completely agree you know i think the band they were really kind of your i don't want to say stereotypical metalcore before
1: but they were the bar
0: right but they yeah they were they were like you know they were one of those bands that was like you know they've got christian ties mm-hmm. they were doing warp tour it was kind of like you just sort of you heard what they were, and you were like, and you heard the band, and you were like, okay, I kind of saw this coming. Mm-hmm. They've kind of changed their rules now. They they are doing yeah. kind of whatever they want, incorporating like a lot of clean vocals, a lot of big choruses, mm-hmm. while still retaining the metal side of things, the technical aspects. Um, uh, you know, a Kirby, their vocalist, one of the best. Mm-hmm. Vocals, vocalists, in terms of screaming talent, the guy is an animal. Oh, for sure. Um, so it, it's cool to see him kind of expand his his vocals a little bit on this record too, with some different kinds of screaming and some different mm-hmm. different tones. Um, and the songs are great. I, I, I really have nothing bad to say about this band. They continue to kind of reinvent themselves without alienating their fan base, which is a tough
1: thing to do. Yep. And uh, I think this is going to be This could be their most complete album. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, I was spinning this record with my girlfriend, Gabby, uh, sitting next to me. And all of a sudden, she just looks at me and she's like, are we still listening to the same band? Like I thought Kid For A King screamed a lot more. Um, But I think it's really good. I think it's quite a memorable record. I really would not be surprised to see this in some people's album of the year lists who kind of just listen to metalcore, right? I think it's really solid all around.
0: Yeah. And I could see this being kind of propelling the band to just a bigger audience. Like, you know, they already had a little bit of radio play and, and, you know, and, you know, the, the whole, uh, uh, you know, serious, uh, XM octane, all that. Mm -hmm. I could see that. Be, you know, becoming more and more of a thing for them. So,
1: yeah. yeah. I don't uh, think they make any sacrifices for it though. Like a lot of bands you hear them yes. and you're like, all right, this is the obvious play for the Octane song, but I don't think any of the songs on this record are the obvious play for it. And none of them really like lose the band's identity. I still hear yeah. this. I, It's just such, it's a better version of The Path, which I think is a good record, but needed some work. And this one's just phenomenal.
0: Yep. No, good for them. It's it's, uh, it's great to see them there at number
1: six, kicking off our list. Yep. All right, let's go to number five. Number five, also from Texas. You'll notice kind of a theme this week. There's quite a few bands from Texas. Uh, we've got the new record, Soul Revolution by Fire From The Gods. This yeah. band is absolutely ready to blow up. I think they have the right combination of important activist lyricism that are just so Super, super emotional, and the band all really believe in what they're saying, as well as just talent from a songwriting, instrumental, and vocal perspective. I think these guys don't really miss. I think all of the singles that we have heard are just bangers. Like, they the, yep. that first single SOS since it has come out gets stuck in my head. Still, it's great.
0: Yeah, another band that's, that actually has had some success on the radio too. Mm-hmm you know, um, whether it's Octane or Sirius or, you know, or um, Terrestrial Radio, I'm, you know, I see their name on the charts and I'm always like, okay, you know, this band has like an interesting kind of thing going on. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call them really a scene band. I mean, they've done warp Tour in the past. They have kind of a, more of a radio rock sound, mm-hmm. but they have, but that's that's kind of selling, I'm kind of selling them a little bit short because they are more than that. Um, and yeah, and their their vocalist is just incredible He's just got a massive massive voice um with so whatever he's trying to do and yeah and and, and you know and they they're not afraid to kind of kind of experiment and do some different different things mm-hmm. too there's some quite a few different kind of tones and vibes on this on these singles so far too so yeah if if you're into that um you know maybe i don't know it's kind of it's hard to even call it metalcore it's it's
1: kind of like yeah Radio rock with some metalcore influence. I I have it as like metalcore, rap metal with some influences of like new metal. It's almost like modern day Rage Against the Machine at points. Like it's it's very hard to describe, but you kind of pick it up and you'll know the vibe instantly. It's very, very cool. Very unique band. Really like Star Set. How they like, I know we always kind of refer to bands in the alternative scene that are very unique, but get radio play as like Star Set, but it's just another one of those bands that's very similar in kind of market. They fill. I love star set. All All right. Uh, that's fire from the gods at number five, number four. All right. Number four. This is another record that I've heard. And hopefully you have heard too, because I put the entire album on the little prep playlist that we have, uh, Mm -hmm. This band is from Japan, so they dropped their albums a little bit differently on different days than Fridays. But we've got the new record, Cocoon for the Golden Future by Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. One of my favorite movies and one of my favorite electronic-influenced metalcore bands. This band is absolutely off the wall 24-7. And I off think the that they're absolutely incredible. What did you think of this?
0: Absolutely off the wall. This is like music I've never heard before. This mm-hmm. is like... They have the word future in their, in their album title. It literally sounds like future music. Yeah. It's, it's, this is pretty hard to describe too. It's, it sounds like you're playing like a really fast video game. Mm -hmm. It's like video game music sort of sounds like dragon force, but metalcore. I don't know. It's really, it's really catchy. And then the
1: vocals have like, like kind of like crazy, like, like vocoder autotune almost yeah, on them. It, it's taking basically like crab core and it has refined it in a hyperbolic time chamber to just become this absolute insane thing, which is almost like, you know how like electronic music has like hard style and Euro beat. That's like the way faster version. then like metalcore right. has like, I don't even know. It's just balls to wall. Anime openings, like, all the time it's amazing i love this band i don't understand a single word that they say just because it's all in japanese right but it's one of those bands that because they are so good and talented at what they're doing from a melody from a s- instrumental standpoint like you still get just super into it because they're so talented
0: yeah no this is like i want to drink a bunch of coffee and put this on and then like clean my entire house in like 45 yeah. minutes. That's do, what I think I could do. Do not listen to this in the well, car. You will get a
1: speeding ticket.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cool. I'm actually surprised. It's so far down on the list. I thought this might be number one, honestly, nope. Um, because this band is really unique and different. Uh, And yeah, if, if you're looking for something a little like, very, well, very outside the box mm-hmm. Um, and you're, you know, not afraid of experimentation. This is a really, really cool, cool one. So fear and loathing in Las Vegas. they have been around for quite a while uh,
1: since like, I want to say their first record was 2010 off the top of my head. I can't remember, Uh, but they have a huge back catalog of just amazing music like this. Oh, okay. Um, they, They definitely started out much more seen and it's been kind of fun watching them evolve into this just haphazard craziness, but I absolutely love everything they've done.
0: All right. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas at number four. All right, number three.
1: All right, number three. We're going to close out the international bands today uh, with an EP surprisingly this high in the list. Uh, The EP is called Euphoria, Where Were You? by Love Is Noise. Uh, For those not familiar with the band Love Is Noise, this is the two ex-members of Lotus Eater after they had to kick their vocalist out of the band, stopped their album from coming out. Uh, and formed kind of a new project. This band is loath, but different, if that makes sense, right? It's more dreamy. um, It's more immersive, almost. This band is just, I think, the epitome of taking everything from the alternative music scene and really just kind of creating a unique soundscape that I think both of these guys are absolutely in love with and is just so unique.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It's kind of like, you know, some of those 90s kind of throwback bands that we've had over the last few years. It's a little bit like that, but then if you put everything through like a distortion pedal. Yeah. Like cranked everything up to 10 or 11. You know, that's kind of like the, the vibe I'm getting. And I, I really dig it. There's like a cool kind of sonic tone to this mm-hmm. when it's coming through. Um, they do a they do a, a, a single with Jason Butler. Yep. Uh, you know, of uh, Let Live, Fever 333. And it's really cool too, to see him kind of incorporated into this as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what this whole record is going to be about. If they're going to, you know, expand and do anything faster or- so I've
1: heard it because you know, it's on Rock Sound. They kind of put it out on Tuesday uh, via like SoundCloud on the magazine. Okay. Um, no, it is all ethereal and dreamy and really cool.
0: cool. All right.
1: Absolute vibe. vibe. Love it.
0: Okay. There's the vibe. Love is noise at number
1: three. Oh, we're flying through this. All right. uh, Number two. Uh, Number two, the last record that I have heard this week. We're going to Boston, Massachusetts for our good friends in Driveways with their new record EP kind of in the middle ground right there and lengthwise uh, into the past. This band is absolutely incredible. I think they are streets ahead of a lot of their competition uh, and if you're still not listening to this band, then I can't help you. Um, I don't know how many times we have to tell people to listen to driveways. I don't know how many. Times I don't know how many times either, we have to.
0: But... We have to tell people. I guess I don't know. They're not listening. No, they're listening. Yeah, hopefully. But this band is they're, they're they're probably the best unsigned band in the whole world. I think so. I I can say that, and they continue to expand. They continue to develop and refine. And this is really cool. These songs—I haven't heard the whole thing yet, but these songs are—all uh, these singles are fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think the entire album really encompasses the vibe uh, that the band has had for its entire kind of career. Where it's this kind of slightly spooky, definitely listened to in the fall time band. Uh, they've got the easy core notes. There's a couple songs that are a little bit more metalcore than I'm used to from the band, but heavier. Uh, but overall they retain their kind of pop punk fast fun upbeat sound um i think it's probably some of their best work but i think i say that with every release that they have uh and honestly all of their catalog is kind of the best work of the like easy core pop punk whatever you want to call them genre um as a whole i think they are really really just kind of the epitome of everything coming together it's so good. And these guys are super talented.
0: Yeah. I, I dig that they kind of have a, have a, you know, there are no rules approach too. Mm-hmm. you know, they, they really seem to just say, okay, what does this song need? And they do it. Yep. And I, I have a lot of respect for that. Um, you know, they, they kind of, that kind of sets them apart in terms of their sound. Cause they don't, they don't really sound like anyone else, you no. know? Um, but, but they're terrific. And everybody needs to listen to driveways. Go listen. Yep. Love them. Good Go place. listen. Go listen. And get some merch right. because
1: they are unsigned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Help them out. Help them out. They got to pay for these recordings somehow, right? So. Yep. All right. Uh, Well, we're going to get to our number one release of the week right after this very, very short break. We'll see you in a second.
1: Wow. That was a and short break. And we're back. It was a short one. Really short break. Yeah. You guys really got lucky quick. with those ads. Really there's, quick one. In order to do that and make that break so short for you guys, there's actually one guy. Uh, He's stuck there for an hour with advertisements. So everybody <laughs> yeah. For him. everyone that doesn't get an ad.
0: Uh, yeah. If you, if, you got, if you got no ads, that means somebody got like 12. Yeah. Sorry. You ready for that number one? I am ready,
1: Mike. Please give me the number one album of the week. All right. I feel like this is the least climactic one that we've had in a while. Uh, If you generally know what's going on in the music scene, you know that this record is coming out this week. Uh, We are on lead singer syndrome, but we have no lead singer. This is the new record. Remember that you will die by Polyphia. This band is just on another level compared to almost every other band in existence, not even in our scene. Um, They dress better. They play better. They're just cooler than basically every single person on the earth right now. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. You
0: know, I I always give nerd bands a hard time. Yeah. You know, Um, I always say like, okay, you can play fast. You can play tactical. You can play in odd times, you know. Okay. Who gives a shit? But this band is different. This band manages to do it with such a cool aesthetic Mm -hmm. and they do it in a way that appeals to such a wide like like, just a wide variety of people. Like, yeah, I don't care what you like. If if you don't even like rock music, there's a Polyphia song you're going to like. If you don't even like rock music, you're yeah. probably gonna like this. It, it's really really cool. They they're just amazing. Like I, I listen to this and I actually feel bad for the guys in this band because I'm like, okay, if you're this good at music. What even excites you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do you even get up well, like, up for? Because um, it's so good. Uh, Tim Henson, obviously the lead guitarist, neck tattoo, the one who looks like an anime character and is just absolutely beautiful. Um, he's <laughs> kind of the mastermind behind Polyphia. And he, he actually has a few videos where he talks about his writing process. And he often says that the thing that drives him to write new music is he'll play around and write it on a computer, right? Things that should be absolutely impossible to play. And then he figures out how to do it on an actual guitar. Right. Yeah. And that's just how he writes. And that's what kind of explains these crazy song ideas. And I mean, between these singles, we just have such a crazy dichotomy of like what makes Polyphia too. We've got, playing god and erotica which are these really really cool like more modern like very technical polyphia songs but they've got this new kind of like latin fusion within them and then you go to abc who's got sophia black who i've never heard of and mm-hmm. just brings in this super kawaii like k-pop element which is just super cool and it like i don't know how I didn't know this band was that good at writing lyrics or Sophia black is just a lyric God because right. this song just constantly gets stuck in my head. I'll be walking around the house, humming that chorus and it's just always there. And then you think like, Oh, polyphia can't get even more technical. Right. And they just bring an ego death with Steve Vai. And all of yeah. a sudden it's all three of them noodling on guitars and clay is just banging on the drums in super technical ways. And it's almost just like breaking your brain because you don't know which notes to listen to, but they still all work together. And you almost have to like take a step away and just appreciate the whole and stop yourself from trying to listen to one thing because it's too hard. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. You you pretty much you pretty much nailed it. I, I just think that whatever we say, it still doesn't do it justice. Mm-hmm. Like you have, yeah. you have to hear that. If you haven't heard this, you have to hear this because it it just is, it's unlike anything out there. And I, I always think it's interesting too. Like when I listen to an instrumental band, I kind of maybe if like, I kind of like imagine if there were vocals, like what maybe they would sound like. Yeah. And with this project, I never could do that. Mm-hmm. Like it could be anything, you know, it's like, it's like a lot of times it's like, okay, if there were vocals, it'd be screaming this. It's like, no, maybe, yeah. maybe, uh, it's just so interesting. And then the, the, yeah, that, the song they have with you say, her name is Sophia black. Yeah. That was like perfect. Oh, it's and so good. I don't want it. I don't want a whole Polyphia record. That's all vocals. I don't want that. I don't, I mean, maybe I do want that. It's actually It's about, f- I this record's think about I want 50, it. 50.
1: Which is more than i have ever done. Is it 50-50? Yeah. Oh, but, okay. But they've got well, artists I, like Sophia cool. Black. They've got Chino Moreno from Deftones. They've got some hip hop oh, really? artists. They've got some EDM artists. Like this record is going to be absolutely crazy. None of it is going to work together, but all of it is. If that makes sense. Wow. Right?
0: Wow. Well, I can't. This. I'm, I'm even more excited now. Yeah. yeah. This is this is record of the week. Uh, record of the month. Uh, you know, record maybe record of the season um we'll
1: see if it ends up on the end of the year list because it's spoiler alert it's it will that good it probably will um but yeah and like like you were saying with trying to imagine like vocals going over Polivia that's something that I've often done too but like these guys can their songs still like manage to draw emotion out of just instrumentals right in ways that yep. I think probably like 50 or 60 percent of bands in our scene who have a vocalist can't do like, you know what I mean? Like they just make a mood and create an air that you can't do. Like a lot of bands, it's just crazy. Well, they keep it so clean too. Like there's
0: a lot of, you know, cleaner guitar tones and stuff on here, you know? And and like the the drums almost sound like a lot. I don't even, I I think there might be some programming. It's it's hard to tell. Mm -hmm. The kick drum almost sounds like a, like a dance, like an EDM. I mean, I'm, I've sometimes. seen him
1: live. Clay could play it all still. So
0: yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's just, it's really interesting though. The, the way that that sets up the the tone, um, the tones is that it doesn't, it's the, the, the production is so good too. So yep. yeah, I, I could talk about this all day, but um, I want to wrap this up because I want people to go out and listen to this thing for sure. We'll talk
1: about this album probably ad nauseum next week and over the next couple of weeks. I'm sure, but we probably will. Yes. Uh, You want to do a quick recap before we get those honorable mentions? Yeah, sure, sure. Let's go to number six. Uh, So number six, we've got The Hell We Create by Fit for King. Number five. Soul Revolution by Fire from the Gods. Number four. Cocoon for the Golden Future by Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Number three. Euphoria, Where Were You? by Love is Noise. And number two. Into the Past by Driveways. And of course, number one is. Remember that you will die by Polyphia. All right.
0: That's our top six. Go listen and let's get to some honorable mentions. I'm sure Mike
1: has a few. Yeah. So I'm going to start with some albums on here. Um, I honestly, there were quite a few albums that this list could have been probably 10 or 11, but I really wanted to focus on these albums quite a bit more. Um, So sorry to all the other bands, but you're getting an honorable mention um, just because that's how it is, or that's how I felt this week. Um, First one, The Hunna. This is a band we kind of talked about quite a bit two years ago. These singles just really haven't grabbed me as much as the last record. Um, I don't know what it is, uh, but I think they're a super talented modern kind of like alternative indie pop band. And it should be a super fun album if you're into them. Okay. Next one, uh, Dark Throne. New record. Mm -hmm. Only one single from this. Uh, But obviously these guys are absolute pioneers of the black metal genre. And the new song that I have heard from this record sounds exactly like that. You know exactly what you're going to get. If you're a fan of Dark Throne, you're going to enjoy this record. I don't think I'm going to win anybody over to become a fan of Dark Throne by talking about it, though. Okay. Um, The Gloom in the Corner. This is a metalcore band from Australia. Um, They're kind of interesting because they are getting a lot of hype right now, and they're kind of starting to blow up a little bit. Um, I've personally never really understood this band. Um I think that they're all right. Um they put some out, or they put out some good songs. All these singles that I have heard sound kind of like um Resistance Era, Crown the Empire, like those first that first EP and two albums. It sounds kind of like that, but not as great in my opinion. Um but I'm sure this is going to be a decent record. I'm sure a lot of people who are fans of the band are going to enjoy it. Um it's just something that's never hit for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, New album from Dr. Acula, which I'm actually kind of excited for, but didn't get enough time to spend with the singles. Um, I think the band's kind of reinventing themselves right now and moving away from that crazy shock deathcore sound that they had. MySpace deathcore, right? Uh, Right. And have really, really matured. This is their first album in 10 years. Uh, Yeah. I'm really interested to listen to it. I'm sure we'll talk about it a bit more next week.
0: Yeah. It's it's cool to have them back.
1: Definitely a band that
0: Seemed like of a time, yeah, and now is maybe proving maybe they're not of a time, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they are something, some a band that can exist now, you know, in 2022. So, yeah, good for them for sure.
1: Always, always a very funny name,
0: Dr. Yep. Acula.
1: I know, right? Uh, Demon Hunter's got a new album out. Um, this mm-hmm. is a band that's super consistent in the scene. Um, and you know, if you like Demon Hunter, there's a record, um,
0: absolutely, uh, diehard fan base, yeah, with Demon Hunter, too.
1: There it is. Uh, there's this really cool um, post-metal, progressive metal band called Psychonaut. That's P-S-Y-C-H-O-N-A-U-T. Um, if you like some of the stuff that I've recommended before on that genre, like Soam or I Hear Sirens, um, Rook, some stuff like that, I think you really like this record. Um, they're a cool band, but definitely not for everybody. It's very, very shoegazy metal sound. Okay. Um, and a new record from Palais Royale. Um, kind of a divisive band. I feel like you either love or hate Palais Royale. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in today's day and age, they're kind of very similar to Black Veil Brides, um, and other bands like that, where they're just divisive. Um, is a band that I really thought had a cool sound when they were starting out. Um, and have kind of exhausted the sound and stepped away from that and it's gotten kind of generic and a little bit too same same for me um but yeah i know a lot of people really love this band they've got a new album so check it out if you're into it okay um some eps despised all right despised icon new ep fuck yeah classic love them um yeah this is a band that like
0: (laughs) i feel like they've they've died and come back to life a few times yeah they really have but they you know for a while there, they really were, you know, the undisputed kings of Mm Deathcore, you know? I mean, especially in Canada, you know, they're one of the, one of the best, most important, most influential, uh, Deathcore bands ever. For sure.
1: Um, lighting up a little bit, uh, death metal band Worm has a new EP, uh, that's out. This is a super talented band on 20 bucks spin. I think that they are just, absolutely awesome they're kind of very similar to undeath but a little bit more grimy um okay so check that out if you're interested uh as well I am. As, oh i know you are um we've got a new ep from vanish this is a kind of like post-hardcore band um that i honestly somehow missed both of the singles and didn't know there was an ep coming out so this kind of surprised me when i saw it come across my board today um but yeah, I'm really excited to check this out. I just didn't know enough to kind of talk about it. I think this band's great. Uh, super talented, guys. Yeah. Uh, and then some quick singles. Uh, new single from Quicksand. See what I okay. did there?
0: Love it. Um, Let's go. Yeah. I didn't even know Quicksand was... I mean, I mean, I know Quicksand's been doing some stuff lately, but that's mm-hmm. cool. New single, all right.
1: I'm excited yeah. for that. I'm here for it. Uh, new single from Avatar, who have just announced their new record for February of next year. Um, kind of the one of the modern kings of like the shock metal, right? Um, I think Avatar is super talented, super fun band. Okay. Uh, new song from Can't Swim. It's oh yeah, different again. Which is what cool. I absolutely love about Can't Swim. These guys really change the playbook and always do a great job with it. Um, yep, the song's way lighter than I expected, especially after their kind of like a little heavy stint right there. So
0: yeah, they cool. they do what they want mm-hmm. and uh, they do it well. Um, great guys, love them.
1: For yeah, sure. can't swim. Just just listen to it all. It's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all different. It's all good. Uh, we got a new single from He Is Legend coming out. Should be quite a good time. Always, and there's another band. Very good. Yep, always very good. And they 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 like to switch it
0: up too from time to time. Yeah, they do.
1: Uh, new song from a band that does not like to switch it up at all, Catatonia, uh, Doom Metal Giants. This is going to be a slow, trudging song, and I'm extremely excited for it because they're great. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, this really cool death metal band out of Michigan's put out a new song. They're called re Uh, I think they're super solid. They put out one of my favorite kind of pure metal records from last year. Um, I think they're just a super talented band, and I'm really proud to say they're from my state.
0: Mm, okay. Um uh,
1: Volvadenia, new single. Awesome deathcore band. Um forget where they're from. Is it South Africa?
0: I want to say they're type from. it in, Mike. I am. Find out. We need to know. We'll wait. Um trying to find.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're from Africa. So super cool guys. There you go. African band. Don't always get those. Yep. That's cool. But no, these guys are super talented. Um, I absolutely love them. Um, some people might remember them from last year. They put out a song where the guy actually does a maniacal laugh, but he is also doing kind of like a guttural at the same time. It is quite a memeable oh. moment, but also very impressive. Um, okay. I think they're cool. Um, kind of on a little bit of a cool and somber note, uh, Encios have their new song coming out. This is their first song since their vocalist and her name is eluding me right now. It starts with a C. Um, and I feel really bad for forgetting that. Uh, but she was involved in an accident. Unfortunately, I forget. It was like a moped accident. Uh She got hit by a car or something like that. Um, and she actually had like the bottom of her lip torn off and like a bunch Uh of damage, uh, to some obviously very important parts of your body for singing right mm. um so this is her first song back with that i haven't gotten a chance to spin it yet but i am just really really excited for this because obviously uh Entheosa is kind of a cool upcoming death metal deathcore band in the scene um and it's always really impressive when people in our scene can kind of overcome things like that um and still sound great so i'm um, Assuming it sounds great. I've seen only positive things online. Uh, I just haven't had time to check out yet. Okay. Love it. Uh, New Dayseeker song. It sounds like Dayseeker.
0: Band rips. Yep.
1: Uh, New single from Waster. That's W-S-T-R. No vowels because vowels suck. Um, I honestly- Vowels suck. I thought this band was dead. I thought they announced a breakup a while ago. I might be wrong. But I'm excited for a new single because whenever you think a band is dead, even if they really never were, it's exciting to hear from them again.
0: Yeah, no, they're they're great. I mean, yeah, they seem like they were kind of coming up in the UK scene there, mm-hmm. you know, uh, over over in the UK. And then it was, it's true, it was like, oh, are they done? It's like it's being put on hold. So yeah, good to have them back. Good band, underrated.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, when was the last time they released something? Uh, I guess they had a couple singles in 2021. Interesting.
0: Hmm. Okay. I thought the same thing, Mike, so I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I
1: feel like that. Um, Conquer Divide, new single. Make sure you check that out. Um, Super awesome band. All right. Uh, As well as The Wise Man's Fear, new single, um, off of their kind of slow chapter-based album release. I think this is the eighth or ninth one. Uh, So the album should be coming to a close here pretty soon. Uh, But I think this is one of the most underrated bands in metalcore. Yeah. And the last one that I got this week... Have the plot and you released the best song that they have ever written? I think that might be the case. Let's go. It is an absolute banger. This thing, like the guitar riff on this song is just absolutely phenomenal. I love it so much.
0: The band just, man,
1: they just keep getting better and better. And they were always good. They do. Yep. Crazy. Love it. Super talented band. Song's called Divide. Make sure you go spin it. There you go. Banger. Yeah, that's all I got this week.
0: Mike, we gave them lots of things to listen to.
1: I think we did too.
0: They're they got endless amounts practically. For sure, practically endless. All right, well that's awesome. A great list. Uh yeah, make sure you hit listen to that new uh and you song and of course the new Polifia record and then everything else as well. Oh yeah. And Solid. uh yeah, it's an exciting time. Music is as good as it's ever been. Here in twenty twenty two. And uh we got lots of lots of exciting releases coming up in the rest of the year, and then of course we're only a couple months away from the end of the year, Mike. When we're yeah. gonna be doing our lists and everything. I'm we're like it. two
1: months away. I know, it's crazy. It's gonna be hard. A lot of great music. It's not gonna make the cut. Very hard.
0: Very hard. I know. I, I've gotta do a preliminary list over here because I'm I'm like lost already. I don't know if you've you've any made any notes yet.
1: Uh, a few. We've got uh, some playlists put together that I have to listen through and start going through and rating and judging things. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Well, we shall see. Yep. Such is life. Yeah.
0: Well, um, thanks for everything, Mike. And we will be back next week. And of course, as always, at Slappy Slam on Instagram and you get the full list of all the new releases. Oh yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. For sure. See you later, bud.